spoken me. I went to sleep that night without knowing that it would be the last night I ever spent in that bed at my parents' house in London. Meredith, my mum shook me awake. The room was dark, making it obvious it wasn't morning yet, or not time to get up for school anyway. Mum, I mumbled in my half-asleep state. It's time to go. Everything I told you about those stories is true. It's time for you to leave us so you can train to be a protector. Your dad and I, we've done everything we possibly can to prepare you. First Charge is the first book in the Destiny Initiative series by Amanda Steele. The book can be purchased in paperback from Amazon. The e-book can also be purchased on Kindle, Kobo, Apple Books and many others. Spoken Thank you today for tuning in to Spoken Label. Spoken Label was originally set up at the beginning of 2016 and as of recording has over 200 sessions in our archive. Although the podcast can be heard on Anchor, iTunes, Apple, Spotify, YouTube and literally 10 or 11 other networks, the full archive can be found at Spoken Label, all one word, spokenlabel.bandcamp.com. On Bandcamp, it is set as pay what you want. So you are entitled, if you wish, you can download it or stream it for nothing. But if you're going to throw me a couple of pennies my way, it is always a term they're grateful to help me maintain the operating costs and future running costs for this podcast. Enjoy. Spoken Label. Hi guys. And again, Spoken Label, back in the house. I'm in Zoom today. I'm a bit more local today. You know, the, the lady we're chatting to, I'm chatting to today is a regular over at Speakeasy. And I co-literature night with Stephen Amanda. And to Penny Sharman, who it is, we were just a customer for Penny, weren't we, when we first met? Was it about 18 months ago, was it? Was it longer than that? When, uh, when we first met? Yeah. We, met, we, uh, we did our uh, first oh, session, okay. didn't we, in Costa, didn't we? Oh, yeah, oh. No, no, that's right. We did a first session, yeah, but I, I've met you years before, I think. Yeah, you think we hadn't. You mentioned it. And the trouble is, I get a stage where you meet so many people sometimes, you think you can yeah, remember, I can remember yeah. faces, never names <laughs> 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 But anyway, Penny, seriously, and back to you, of course. Now, um, do you want to introduce yourself to people? Tell them, obviously, look a bit about yourself, and we'll start from there. Okay. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Penny Sharman. Um, um, I've done all sorts of things, but for the last 20 years, I've been writing poetry, and um, I've got an MA in creative writing, and uh, oh, I've done all sorts of courses and things. And um, over the last couple of years, I've been really lucky um, to get um, a pamphlet published called Fairground, uh, a first collection published called Swim With Me in Deep Water. And now um, uh, my new collection's just about to come out. It, it, you can pre-order it. It's called The Day Before Joy with uh, knives, forks and spoons press, which I'm very excited about because it's it's not only got my poetry and it's got some of my artwork in as well, which is <laughs> something I've always wanted to do. So uh, I, I just consider myself to be very lucky. Um, so here I am at the eight, ripe old age of 72, still uh being creative, which is brilliant. It's best way to be, Penny, is my philosophy, definitely. Yeah. So, 
Now, yeah. obviously, Tommy looked at it before. He told us about the now Sports and Spoons forthcoming collection, which is available pre-order the day before Joy. You'll tell people look about look a bit about this collection then. And uh, yes. Why the day before Joy, first of all? Then? Okay. Um, well, um, th this collection came about um, by a miracle, I would say, really, because I I'd gone to a book fair. Uh, at the Central Library in Manchester, where lots of publishers were displaying their, their works. And I got talking to Alec Newman, who's the, pub, the editor, and pub, uh, who's Knives, Forks and Spoons. And um, I bought some of his books and, um, um, and then I said, oh, I've got a book. And he said, oh, let's have a look at it, right? And so, and then, um, he looked at it and just opened my pamphlet, Fairground, and he started laughing at one of the poems, right? Um, the one about the monkey in the violin case. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, one, yeah. he said, oh, that's, that's great. I'll buy your book. So he bought my book. And then I started talking to him about some of the books he'd got. And uh, I said, oh, I've always wanted my poems with some of my images. So he said, well, send me a manuscript, right? So I went home and I gathered things together. I, I did it quite quickly and I sent him a manuscript. And it took him quite a long time to get back to me, Andy. And uh, so I had to nudge him a couple of times. And when he finally read it, he said, I love it. I want to publish it. So it has taken about 18 months altogether since wow. I probably saw you last, actually, to, for it to come to come into fruition. So, and um, I sent him quite a lot because he he publishes quite a lot of experimental poems. I chose quite a lot of my off-wall poems, I would say, that are quite experimental, and some of my images that I really liked. And so that's it's been a a, a process of. Um, of being patient and waiting. Oh, yeah, I think it, I think it comes natural. <laughs> it comes natural, that, doesn't it, when you're an artist or writer or some board? It's like, if everything comes to you when you meet eventually, sooner or later, then. Did you find it quite difficult to get the, the right artwork to go with your poems then? Or did that, was that the selection well, um, quite, quite easy? Um, I think I tried to choose some of my favourite images uh, as you know, I do a lot of photographic work and I alter the images sometimes. So I chose some of those and I did find it quite hard. And I'm not sure whether they're, they're sort of... Um, some of them are quite good together and some of them I'm not quite sure. But some of them are, are there on, in their own right, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, not of just go with the poem. So I feel happy about that. Uh, but and then some of them um, weren't weren't right. And so we had to either leave them out or change them. So uh, it was a long process that bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I can believe that. It, probably... learn it. it was a learning curve, yeah, definitely. I'm always a believer in any project you do, and I'm sure you'd agree with me this one, where something like what you've done, you learn something from it. I think it's always not the case of the writing, sometimes it's, I mean, the editing, like you said, it's getting the order right, and again, getting, in your case, the images as well. There's always yeah. like you're collaborating with two different mediums that you, you, you're really, really yeah. passionate about. 
that's right. And also the, the poems themselves, uh, um, he wanted to take one poem out that I thought was quite, was quite good. It's been published in the North and everything, but he said it was, he said it was the, one of the weaker ones. So there you go. So oh, I agree. I agreed with him in the end because <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, so save it for another collection, then, as I would say. That's right. I thought I'd save it for another collection. <laughs> no, I can't blame you there, indeed. So, obviously, so many... sorry. Yeah, and obviously, as I said before, you were telling me obviously, it's not always been a delay with the publication on this, but it is available now on pre order, isn't it? So, oh, yeah, you can order it from me and you can order it from Knives, Forks, and Spoons Press, yeah. which is quite a prominent press. You can go to, yeah, it, it will be av available on Amazon as well, but it's not available there until we get the books. You've got to be able to get the books first. Yeah, so, yeah. um it's a bit unfortunate, but I'm sure it'll be a bit, it should be here within a, a week or two at the most. Good, yeah. good. That's fine. Good to me. Now, obviously, um, I usually ask people as well, Penny, um, on, obviously, um, what plans have we got coming forward with other creative projects? And you've already told me about a big one you've got coming out next year, haven't you? Hedgehog Press. Uh -huh. yeah. With, um, do you want right. to tell, tell people about that then? Because obviously this is, with another friend of um, Spoken Labels, Juliet, uh, Juliet, and I can never get their surname, it's Juliet Vandal Mollers. Mullen. Mullen, yes. Juliet Van Mullen. She'll yes, tell me off next time I speak to Juliet, but actually, Mullen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in a stanza group, um, cross border stanza group, and Juliet joined <laughs> last year. Uh, shortly after she'd come from America to live here with her husband and um, we started talking you know and uh, and exchanging emails and we met up before just before the uh, the, the uh, virus you know in February actually I think we met up in, in the art gallery in Manchester and we talked about uh, doing a project together at, um and so we, 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 how we started was by going around the art gallery and picking something to write from. So uh, I wrote a poem from um, a picture I'd chosen and, and uh, Juliet wrote one and we sent them to each other and then we replied from that. And then we spent the next few months replying to each other's poems and we gathered about 30, 30 odd or something like that, enough for a pamphlet. Oh, and, yeah. and within that, we decided to put some, some of our artwork, not a lot, because uh, Juliet's also an artist. Um, so we find it took, it was a long process of getting it together, but we finally, um, about a month or so ago, got something together that we thought we could send out. And so Juliet uh, thought of sending it to Mark Davidson at Hedgehog Press. And, um, and uh, he said yes straight away. So that's something that has been kept us going through the lockdowns and this terrible time, uh, a creative thing to get together. And it's, it's come into fruition and it should be published next, next January. So that's something else to look forward to. It's been, Brilliant. Oh, yeah, completely with that one. So it's just like you get something like that and you, you know it's going to happen in like a year's time, isn't it? Because we're recording in January and I keep saying, like, that's yeah. brilliant, that one. So 
do you have any ideas what you where you want your writing to go next? And have you got any any anything? Obviously, not to about submission. Anything concrete? Uh, one of one of one of one of the things that I'd like to do is to um, try and organise an online launch for my. Uh, collection the day before joy and at some point I might ask you some details about zooming and stuff like that yeah, fine. so that's something I'd like, like to um to to put into place at some point because I think the book deserves it you know <laughs> at some point in the in the spring maybe um, not, I'm not going to rush into it but that would be nice to have a launch and uh, I've also got um I've got enough poems for two more collections already, and I don't know where they'd go. I don't know, but I'm working on that. So if if I was lucky enough to find someone else, that would be that would be quite good. But I think and, that's. And publisher listening, contact Penny. I, <laughs> I must I mustn't be greedy, must I? <laughs> no, no, definitely that one. So I know what you mean. But what... <laughs> no, no, I can't. I mean, you just, you just do what's coming natural to you. But at the moment, obviously, we're still in lockdown. We've all got more yeah. time for reflection, haven't we? I'm doing lots of writing, yeah. really. Yeah, yeah. So I'm finding I'm finding it quite hard to to write much at the moment, but every now and then a poem does come. In fact, I've written one this morning, uh, about at half past five or something like that this morning. Oh, so. I'm still. <laughs> Amanda, Amanda might have been up at that point, but I'm usually fast asleep till eight or nine o'clock. Quite often, when I'm not in work. Early. Yeah. It's a good time to write if you're awake or, and if you've got something coming through, but um, quite at the moment, not much is coming through. Yeah, same for me, really, Mum, as well, because I'm only doing bits at the moment, writing-wise. But it's like, I'm doing lots of podcasting, as you know, already, and I've got a lot. I'm oh, doing, yeah. I'm doing loads of music at the moment, and I've yeah. got quite a bit coming up with that at the moment as well. But it is what it is, so, as I would say. Don't fight it, just enjoy it, don't you? So it'll come back. Now... <laughs> What we're going to do, Penny, we're going to get you a few problems out of us in a few minutes. But um, if people want to find out more about you, where are the best going? Uh, well, I've got a, a website, um, and that is pennysharman.co.uk, where you can buy all my books and order the new one. Uh, I'm on an Instagram and Facebook as well. But uh, the website's the best place to to find out more about me perfect indeed yeah rock and roll okay then right we'll take a quick break then let you get composed and you read a few okay. poems out for us so hang on how, ma- how many how many do you want me to read five five six we're not rushing okay. today so right see you one minute guys Spokely. hi guys straight over to penny go for it penny oh hello, <laughs> hello. long time no see <laughs> So my first poem's called Making a Winter Coat, and it's from Fairgrounds, my pamphlet. Making a Winter Coat. I am bringing these things to you. Memories from the stone house, where we walked out from doors to moorland. I, a child of violet heather, who gazed over the backs of sheep, who saw big skies in small shoes, where light expands, forever in skulls. All the potions and herbs were gathered into a pouch, a daily duty like baking bread. I, a child, am bringing these things to you. 
When time came to knit the fur from heather buds and sheep tufts, to card and comb them by hand and fingers, it was always in the light, the spotlight on bog pools full of rain. Here was the act of making the coat, the girl to woman, the waking nights of visions, the seeing of dark sky, Orion's belt, the bear, stars to pluck, to pull down knowledge, to weave them as jewels into fur and skin. I, a child, weave yellow gorse flowers, cotton tops, black juniper berries, to prove the coat, to grow me, to humanize me into new skin. Here then, I bring my coat to you. So that was the first one. The second one I'm going to read from my first collection, Swim With Me in Deep Water. Um, I read you, <clears throat> sorry, let me just find it. I think it's, um, yes, it's called The Salt Bride. Every week he brought me up from the depths my miracle of breath underwater, my dogged gills. The first time I was dressed in black, strapped to a hoist and lowered slowly to the bottom of a dead sea. I thought I would go blind with the strength of tears, salted heartbreaks. I thought I would float to the top of everything liquid, but the weight of a marriage bed held me for years, talking to whales, sharks, octopi, all life submerged in black. The smallest of fishes told me stories of art angels that turned salt crystals into a masterpiece. On the last day, he hauled me up. My dress was glittering white, layer on layer of salt, a collection of dreams, the freedom of swimming, a possibility, my bride's dress of transformation. That's that one. And then <laughs> I'll go on to my, my new collection, The Day Before Joy. I'll read you um, two or three out of there. So here's, this one's called Self-Portrait with Goldfinches. You are untouchable. Small darts of light in my eyes. Nervous feathers that jump at the opening of a stable door. I feed you, let you dine on black niger seeds and you feast my anticipation of the six o'clock, ten o'clock, four o'clock meal. If I let myself adjust to your ways, be more open-minded, you could be my timer, my breath of birdsong, my re rejuvenation medication. When you flash your red, yellow, green and gold at me, I forget my knees, forget my aging neck, forget my loss of a mother and father. I'm in that moment with you on the feeder, a pendulum outside of the window. 
This next one's about my passion uh, for dancing. I've been dancing most of my life, really. Not lately, I have to say. Yeah, but, I think uh, um, virtual hey, dance is hey. not really easy, is it? <laughs> no, they do have them, but I, I'm not into that, really. Anyway, this one's a bit like that, uh, about that. Free Falling, it's called. It's the middle of October and the purple clematis is still in flower. It's more than halfway into a moving life that needs to dance, hear the music inside. Last year, I starred in my Mozart living room as all my cellular memories muse to heaven. Like Billy, I can leave the room. Seek the starlit skies as toes blaze on an Axminster pile. My long lost brown hair remembers bliss with a twist of neck or head. The spin of a dervish, ball, heel, ankle is my land of spice and mountain, a captive in snowfields. I am Isadora in falls of silk bare feet on hot sands, free to fall into life's magic. Each time I place a sapphire needle into the black plastic groove, anticipation is held in an ordinary breath. My diary of dance is lyrical joy when where time is lost in the quickening. My own being dazzles me, my bones are awake. That's that one. And then I was going to read uh, a favourite poem from my new collection called Ariel. I think you might have heard this one before. I have India. heard this one. Yes, you did this a easy a while ago. <laughs> I have done it, yeah. Thin as air, imaginary. This feeling of flight heavy in your pockets, the dust of love. You say it's good to sprinkle it on porridge, that ideas can be born from just sitting still. No need to fly. I knew people who tripped out every Saturday, a parallel universe to downing ten pints. They would wait for the altered state, I watched the shift in their faces as the sunlight drug hit some part of their brain and Nirvana was present in the colours, in the movement of a butterfly, the sound of a riff on Jimmy's guitar. Thin as air, imaginary, worlds of flight, heavy in your pockets, the remains of love, a clipped bird, Angel, phantom. It's no use escaping to blue sky and clouds. It's written somewhere in the sand. I remember the stick you picked up, our driftwood, how you made sure the heart was large enough to be seen from space, and those arrows that pinned down my love for you, so sharp. The feathers so soft, they tickled the goo of me. It's no use trying to hold back the sea, the honey of a sunset. It's here, my love. At some point soon, we will be on our way. 
No need for spooning or holding hands. We have blazed on solid ground. Now we will be aerial, the dust of love. Oh, I've got a fantastic, fantastic ending that one, Bendy. There it is. I like that poem a lot. Uh, and I think I'll just end with this one that I wrote at half past five this morning. I'll take a risk. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. I love, I'm always loving these risk, risky poems in you, Benny. I'll take a risk. You know, it's a bit uh, weird, <laughs> like a lot of my poems. Uh, it's called Ghost Hill. Ghost Hill. I'm waking in the dark of night. The window to the outside world gives illusions as snow has covered Carbrook Hill. Something so white makes my aging eyes believe it's dawn coming too soon. Or is it heaven calling? Are these snowflakes angels or just molecules transformed? A shape shift like the one I'm learning, how to become a hermit where walls are no longer friends, where thoughts long for speech. I get down on my knees, ask my ancestors, mum and dad, etc., all my favourite ghosts. How do I cope with such isolation, the unseeing, unholding of kin, all my loved ones? And I remember the movie the fixer, which helps me feel free. And I start cleaning the house all over again, feel blessed to see the hill in the dark night covered in white magic. It takes me back to childhood, to deep snow, to houses that became igloos, where snow drifted so high you couldn't get out of the door. And I remember how safe we were cold and safe, frost patterns on windows, icicles as long as an ogre's finger hanging from gutters, and how mum's homemade chips gave us a warm glow, the salt and vinegar of knowing nothing about wars and plagues. Thanks very much, Andy. That's that was, it now. That was a fantastic Thanks. way to finish that one, Penny, then. I love that last piece, then. Definitely. You should, you should do a collection called Ghost Hill. <laughs> in that world. That's a good title. That's a good title. <laughs> right. Brilliant. Well, fantastic. Thank you again, Penny. Now, hang around, obviously. I need a quick word with your mic. But it's been a pleasure today. We'll get you and Julia in next year, definitely, to do, do a joint session together. We'll do like a collection Brilliant. That sounds amazing. So, I've good. done joint sessions with people before now. It's brilliant. So we'll definitely, I'll, I'll speak to you and I'll get you both cancelled in, definitely. So... Thank you again, Penny. Hang around, everybody. Take care. This is Andy and Sam. Thank you. Thank you. Spoken later.